And welcome to another episode of Dos Naf Cinco's is episode number 58. This week we cover Supercop as that's what I from as part of that's what I call Cinco's foreign films as well as Street Sharks season 3 episode 22. But before we get into that, as always I'm your host David. I'm Stuart. I'm Ben. So guys, uh outside of <laughs> these two, what else did you guys watch this week? What did Ben watch? I didn't have any time to watch anything in between when we last recorded and now. Why is that? Well, what did you watch on on Friday? Uh, yeah, with Brink. Bowie and then... Brink, remember? Oh wait, oh, dear. I, we already we talked used about up that. all this yeah. material. All right. Yeah, yeah. so Brink Dude. is really nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when we we miss episodes and then. Uh, I feel just... like it's been an eternity since we last recorded. Even though I know it's only recorded. been like three days. <laughs> it's okay um how are you guys feeling about the boys so far i still haven't up? i have still haven't watched any more episodes that since i last started or was watching it so yeah i am also i think two episodes behind now since they released one on friday but i heard a lot of good things about it so ben if you're planning on saying a single thing i'm gonna mute you for the rest of this podcast for the for the rest of the entirety Ever. of the podcast for all episodes, did nothing wrong. all episodes you'll be <laughs> muted <laughs> <laughs> hashtag free homelander <laughs> i don't know even know what that means but all right um all right so i don't even think i watched anything what did i watch i don't think i watched anything damn i was pretty much just waiting to see super cop because it had been such a long time since i seen it super cop super cop all right uh before we do that you know we had we're obligated by mattel to do uh street sharks Season three, episode twenty-two. Uh, Wait, this one, by same. Yeah, by Ma- I don't know. Wait, I thought it was from Diesel. <laughs> Jab by <laughs> Diesel. Or wait, if there was a scent uh, for one of the street sharks, Chum. and it was by Diesel, which one would it be? Wait, a street shark perfume by Vin Diesel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, I didn't stutter. You heard me. It just it just complicates it like exponentially. exponentially. Streaks by Diesel. Oh, that doesn't sound very good. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it would be the one that they would be like, this tested through the roof. <laughs> through someone's pants, apparently. <laughs> 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 through their pants and out the roof. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I was just going to say chum, but then you threw Vin Diesel into the mix, and now I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> oh, what is... Wait, 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 let's first... Let's, let's, let's back up. What is Vin... What does Vin Diesel smell like? Gasoline. Yeah. That's, too, e- that's too easy. Uh, mm. I'll, tamales. I'll think it was... Tamales? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Corona. corona. Smells like Corona virus <laughs> or Corona beer. <laughs> the beer. Wait, but he's so, but his charm is so infectious. He might as well be coronavirus. I mean, of the two alcohols, like it smell like it's either Corona or an Irish car bomb. Why an Irish car bomb? Paul Walker. Oh wow. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. Thanks. All right. Thanks for that edge, Ben. You're 
We weren't Ooh. edgy enough. Okay, still too soon. But all right, let's just go ahead and jump over to Street Sharks on that sad, sad note. Um, in this one, yet again, the Street Sharks are fighting uh, the Dino Avengers for the right to take down the Raptors, who becomes an al- unlikely ally of Dr. Paradigm. Uh, when he tries to work with them and makes an exchange and realizes he gets a lot more than he bargains for. So, um, guys, any thoughts on this one? There's only five episodes left. It's not 28 total. It's 27. 27. So Wait, why, did we think it was, why did we think it was 28? I don't know. I just added an uh, extra one just for kicks and giggles, just, I guess. Uh, carry, the, carry the one. Um, carry the one and multiply and then divide. Well, um, I got to be honest, full disclosure, uh, because I was running so late today and because uh, I'm I'm actually currently still watching the episode as we're as we're talking. Oh, I, okay. I will Can tell we get you a live this. tweet of it. Can we get a live oh, tweet man. of the episode? Okay. Okay. Right, right, right. What, what part are you in right now? Uh, Jab is talking to uh, Spike. Just, yeah, Spike. Uh, they just they just crash landed their the spaceship thing. I uh, know they're about to find bad rap. The shark right speeders. Bad rap is in the hot spring. It, sounds, it looks like it's about to get sexy right now. Uh, here comes here comes Doctor Par- Doctor Paradigm, or should I say Doctor Lizard Paradigm? Dude, you're uh, about to finish the episode. I've seen I've seen this this hentai before when they're in the hot spring. <laughs> The one with the lizard skin and the <laughs> hot spring. Oh um, god! Oh god! The bad rap is like he looks like he's like trying to pressure lizard paradigm into like <laughs> something he doesn't want to do. <laughs> how is how is paradigm getting cucked so hard by bad rap? Well, because he really wants that. What did he call it? He said that the uh, raptor DNA. So, oh, I'm gonna pump you so full of <laughs> Raptor DNA later. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, okay, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Question: Stu, are you watching it on like one and a half or two, two times speed? speed? Oh yes, that is now the only way to watch these with closed captions on. Oh, no closed captions for me. No. Just gotta gut. Just gotta. Only, just only because it. I need to keep the volume down so I can listen to you, you two knuckleheads. <laughs> <laughs> When was uh, I think I did this one time last time when I, I was also reading this and I was like, all right, I got to fast forward and just kept hitting the uh, 10 second skip button. I was like, oh, <laughs> I lost way too much stuff. Let me see if I can do it one and a half speed. I was like, that's still too slow. And then went two two times. That was excellent. Um, knowing that we have five episodes left. I mean, how does how is uh, how is this like leaving an impression for you guys? Do you guys did you guys enjoy going through all of these or was this like? pulling teeth now i feel like i was enjoying it for like the first few episodes and then it became like a a laborious task Mm. well don't worry there's only five more of this and then that'll be it and then we'll move on to uh, dino avengers no 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 (laughs) which sounds so sad no it's like your dad told you (laughs) we're coming from school it's like dad are we still going to mcdonald's like no we have to go somewhere else and you just sound so fucking no we're going to subway (laughs) and you're adopted son you've been putting on too many pounds we're going to get you something a little healthier i don't care if i was adopted but i don't want to go to subway (laughs) (laughs) subways for 
divorcees and and pedophiles apparently okay uh, well wait. ben gets to say one weird thing i get why, to say one why the def- i understand the pedophiles part but why divorcees i don't know i just you just wanted to I say need, that. there needed to be a pair it couldn't just be okay. one that's true you can make him a good one and i, I that was the that. only other sad group i could think of like it should have been another p word like pedophile p word and pedophiles <laughs> p words and pedophiles excellent per prep P- shit <laughs> <laughs> predators and pedestrians. Pedestrians. <laughs> predators and pedophiles are the same thing. <laughs> no, once we're talking no, about alien predators. No, I think I'm, I agree with Ben. They are different because they have they may have different prey. Well, that's an, also another piece. Yeah, they they like to hunt down elite military squads in the jungles of South America. Oh, geez. or right. uh, what if you're watching? Or Danny Glover. Pre- predators that new movie where the predators were actually the people being hunted because one was like a serial killer and the other one was like a marine and one was yakuza is that 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 was that that how that one went down was that with uh keegan michael key no not that one uh the one before that uh the one by robert Rodriguez. did not the one that had uh uh lawrence fishburne in it yeah, yeah, that, that'd be the one. Yeah, yeah. That was, I like that one, actually. That one was real good. That one was real good. But the, the Predator with Keegan-Michael Key was dog shit. Oh, it, was it supposed to be a comedy of some sort? It turned into one, for sure. Because <laughs> it, it was so bad, it was or so it actually bad. was supposed to be a comedy? Probably a little column A, a little column B. Uh, <laughs> Wait, was Jordan Peele the Predator? <laughs> <laughs> man, he's really, he's a man of many talents. <laughs> he can do it all. He can do it all. All right. Um, so I think that'll do it for Street Charge. Let's go ahead and jump over to our box office rundown. Uh, at number one, no surprise, is Tenant. This is for the fourth week in a row with $3.4 million. Uh, New Mutants holds on to the number two spot with uh, $1.1. Unhinged uh, moves up a spot for number four. With 967,000, we re-released Star Wars Episode Five: Empire Strikes Back, and comes in at number four with 900,000. Infidels falls from number three to number five uh, for 761,000. Broken Hearts Gallery slides from five to six for half a million. Shortcut, The Last Shift, and Cajillionaire around uh, and the SpongeBob That's not movie. A number. The Cajillionaire <laughs> rounded up to a full. Big $215,000. Those are seven, eight, and nine. And then rounding out the top 10 is SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run with $142,000. Guys, any surprises here for you? Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine going back to like something you did 15, 20 years ago and selling it again and making $900,000 off of it? I'm talking about Star Wars. I'm talking about the McRib. Well, I'm sure that they make more than. I'm pretty sure they make more than nine hundred thousand off the McRib. In the first hour, I don't know. Um, yeah, for sure. In the first hour, yeah. Do you think that this was a planned re-release or just happens to? They were just like, oh, you know, let's re-release it since it's got no other place we can go. Or it's was it fortieth anniversary? Oh, was it really? Yeah. Well, 
40th anniversary. Oh, right? Yeah. Right? Wow, that is a long time ago. That's almost as old as us. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that. Ben. ben hasn't even crossed over the 30, 30 year fresh mark. Ben's yet. still in diapers. And <laughs> Dave, the grave, suckers. David has long since cash oh, traded in his. Me. AARP has been knocking yeah. on my door, and I've been I've been applying. They keep telling me you're not old enough. And I was the like, best AARP scouts are <laughs> seeking David, trying to recruit first him. round draft pick. <laughs> Standing at five foot six and uh, of a and a shrinking five forty. <laughs> Already likes to wake up ungod at ungodly hours to play golf. <laughs> and goes to bed and it wants to go to bed by 4 p.m. David <laughs> and the crowd is asleep so no one's going wild. in the 2020 AARP draft the Los Angeles old people select David Chen I would like to thank my mom and my dad for raising me to be old and uh, <laughs> have this in the very beginning. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I think this is going to be crazy that Tenant's just going to hold on to the top spot for, I don't know, forever. Um, and still they're going to be able to, um, you know, continue to keep trying to recoup some of this money back. Uh Ben, do you remember how much uh, it costs tenant uh, cost uh, them to 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 produce tenant? Shoot, I actually do not recall. Sorry. Let me double check really quick. Let's see what the budget was. <laughs> budget was two hundred million dollars. How much have they made? Forty. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> but across the globe, they they've grossed two hundred eighty-three million. So I mean, they've made some of it back, a, a good chunk of it worldwide. That's- that's true, and we don't know how this will kind of bounce back once everything kind of returns to normalcy. There could be yeah. a resurgence in people that go out and actually watch this movie because it's like, hey, you know, like, I've been waiting forever to see this movie. Maybe there is a resurgence. We don't know. We've never been in this kind of situation before. That's true. Um, I think if there is a reopening, did you guys, have you guys heard anything about uh, any of them, like anything in California opening up outside of like that San Diego theater I know of? I've only been seeing a lot of advertisements uh, for like something about movie theaters doing being extra clean now or doing all the taking all these extra precautions now. But I don't really know if that's really applying to anything around me. I know that yeah. the Irvine Spectrum Theater is open. Yeah, but that's Actually, Orange County. Nolan they... came by and christened it. So did he really? Yeah, yeah, he did. Christened it. He, he like... christened oh, it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> He did. Um, oh, that's actually well, kind of cool. Yeah, and I mean, in terms of like uh, movie theater, just how everything's evolving right now, Alamo has, I don't know if we mentioned this before, but Alamo's taking a unique approach to kind of tackling this whole situation, and they're actually renting out whole theaters to people. So oh, I think, yeah, the whole, the price is like um, $150, I, I believe, for a theater, but then you have to purchase some minimum amount of food along with it. Oh, we so can think, do that easy. Yeah, so the minimum, I, I believe the price gets us to around three hundred ish dollars total. That's not to rent out an entire theater. That actually sounds scarily like a bargain. 
That sounds pretty dope, actually. We should look into this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm going off of memory here. I'm not reading off of anything. So uh, if, if you guys want to go. <laughs> I'm actually just up. making stuff up right yeah, now. Ben forgot to put his reading glasses <laughs> on, and it's actually $300,000. Oh, there, there's the other zeros. Oh, there they are. <laughs> actually, three to 30000 depending I, on if I you I thought want it was like it. European texts where they use commas as decimal points. <laughs> oh, it's actually $3 million. It sucks to you guys. It, let's say they open tomorrow and they said, hey, it's safe. You know, we have all this ion stuff that will uh, improve. How long will it be before you guys will go back? I don't know. I'd be, I'm curious to see, like, I mean, I've always never wanted to sit next to people. So that's still going to be my standard. Like, it's always my standard operating mode is to not sit next to people. You know, like 10 feet away from them. Yeah. So. I'd always, even if I bought a seat somewhere where there's people next to me, I'd still go, even if there was no coronavirus, I'd still go sit somewhere else because fuck that. I hate people. That's, that does make sense. I mean, we've had, <laughs> he's absolutely been, right. <laughs> gotta be at least five times bigger. Um, okay. All right. Well, any other thoughts on this one, guys? I know there's not much to go off of. Let's see. Sorry, we're temporarily closed. Uh, I was just looking at the Alamo uh, site here, trying to fact check Ben. Man, I really want an adult milkshake. Oh, man. I know. You just have milkshakes on tap. I just want to go back to Alamo. I'm really (laughs) sad we've only been there once. Schrader Brow. Schrader Brow. Oh, my gosh. Schrader Brow. <laughs> okay, all right, that's enough. You guys are making oh, me I'm hungry. Gonna start, I'm gonna start crying thinking about all the all the stuff all right. we can't do. So, speak. Oh, jeez. All right, uh, let's just go ahead and jump over to our movie of the week this week. It is Super Cops. I believe this was your choice too. Just tell us about it. Ooh, okay. Uh, I don't even remember his the character's name in that movie. Uh, Jackie Chan. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's me, goddammit. Chief Inspector Lee uh, joins forces with an unlikely partner in Chris Tucker as a loudmouth detective in Los Angeles. As, or what's her, actually, no, what's her, what's the lady's name? She's in other movies, right? Michelle Yeoh? Uh, yeah. Isn't she in Crouching Tiger? Yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. Jackie Chan and Crouching Tiger Lady, Team Forces. <laughs> <laughs> in in police story two otherwise known as super cops it's three, uh, it three? <laughs> i thought it was two. Oh, well. three. Three. why is that why is that so funny <laughs> it's the equivalent of a, of a clerical error and it's like the funniest shit to you <laughs> you not know ben ben is all about clerical errors he literally the movie look at this typo this fucking idiot he did a typo anyways uh jackie chan and, and crouching tiger lady team forces go undercover infiltrate the powerful uh crime uh some syndicate uh and but oh no, his girlfriend finds him while he's undercover, and hijinks ensue. And oh no, he's got to save the day in Super Cop Police Story Three or Two, depending on who, <laughs> Which you're, one uh, you saw. who you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who would you ask? 
and get the answer police story too. Nope. Apparently me uh, 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Chibat is the bad guy. Panther. You're a bad guy. Kakui is the Kakui. super cop. Kevin, Kevin Chan. Kevin Tran. I don't Tran. know how to say Kakui in, without the accent. It sounds weird. Kakui? Isn't that a ghost in Spanish? Kukui. Kukui? This is Kakui. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Jackie. Oh, they, they translated his name to Kevin. Yeah, Kevin just Chan. Kevin Chan. Just said that. Kevin Chan. Kevin Chan. 200. Or Sam. <laughs> wait, not Sam. Sam Trunk. Uh, that's all the same. That, that's not his name. All y'all look alike. <laughs> that's not okay. his name at all. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you know, since Stu was able to give us that, that was fantastic, Stu. Uh, ben, uh, thoughts on this one? So I've never actually seen Super Cop before. So this is the uh, the very first time I've seen it. And nor have I ever seen... Well, I've seen Police Story 1. I've never seen Police Story 3 or 2. But I mentioned this a few times in previous reviews. But I like setup and payoff. The Chekhov's gun in many different aspects of movies and television. It really makes you feel as an audience member feel rewarded for your attentiveness. It's like, um, you know, like an end game, you know, all that paying, you know, all that paying attention during all those movies, it finally pays off towards the end. Now in the midst of all that chaos of action sequences, comedy, there are some instances where it comes into play, like numerous times where Jackie's stupid ass characteristics pay off in the form of well-timed jokes, the introduction and familiarization of different action sets. It's something that constantly gives more depth to an already well-planned movie. Now, this is a movie that has been one of the hallmarks of cinematic action, like universally praised, and has been like inspirations for many movies, and even like in the video game industry. I'm talking like one of my favorite movies of all time, Hot Fuzz. They mentioned this movie, and they even based some of um, some of what's his name, uh, Nick Frost's character on Jackie Chan, <laughs> mostly his dumbfoundedness, you know, his his idiocies. Uh, uh, video games like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas they actually based two of the missions off of the final action sequence you know uh, what was it the one where you're you're supposed to oh, like, he's chase that the train. helicopter uh, no you're, you're supposed to like chase that train with the, the motorcycle has anybody actually ever finished a Grand Theft Auto game what I finished like four of them well, I've nobody's never finished ever, a Grand Theft Auto game. Nobody's what? finished Grand Theft Auto Five because they just keep adding to it. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> if you thought this was good, we were just, we just added more. Well, so it, it's definitely been you know a very highly iconic action film. Even like Jackie Chan has actually said that the final action sequence with the train and everything. If they had to preserve one action sequence in all of human cinema, it would be that that sequence. He would launch up to the space to preserve it. <laughs> it's on. I and... believe it's on the Voyager uh, Voyager <laughs> Two. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, in the previous films, Jackie has kind of been on his own, carrying the, both plot and action. Like, uh, I, I got to watch Police Story 1, and, you know, it's literally just him. He's doing all the action. He's doing all the comedy, everything. But in this film, he's paired up with Michelle Yeah, And I think the two kind of blended seamlessly together. I mean, 
she was able to go blow for blow with him, you know, in terms of both comedy and action. I'm not saying that she was able to pull off necessarily the same degree of stunts that he did because holy fuck, I mean, who would want to? I mean, as, oh, good, I as, as good as Jackie Chan is, if someone gave you the opportunity to do what he did, I would say hell fucking no. <laughs> this is for a what? A movie? <laughs> That's it? Hey, hey, Michelle, we're gonna need you to hang from a helicopter. Now, fly <laughs> and you there's around. nothing below you. And just kind of fly you around uh, in a busy city. Is that okay? Yeah. How about we fly you into a train that's moving at, yeah. in your direction? Right right over the smoke the smokestack thing. Is that okay? Yeah, you're, you're going to lift your legs up right before it hits you. Just, just this right. full spread eagle right over the train. <laughs> yeah, it's not CGI. It's a real train. Just right before it hits It's you. like, oh, okay, so when do you bring the stunt double in? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, already there's no way for us to cut this shot in half, so you're just gonna have to do the whole thing. Okay? All right, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so behind the scenes, also, this has been Jackie Chan's first movie in the series that is directed by someone else. So the first two were directed by Jackie Chan, and I've seen bits and pieces of the second one. I've seen the first one all the way through, and it's almost night and day between the level of quality between the two. And not to say that the first two are bad in any manner, like the first two are incredible, but it's speaking volumes to how good this movie is. It, it is really fleshed out. This was the first movie where they actually introduced storyboarding. Like Jackie Chan had more time to focus on choreography and action where the director had more time to, you know, focus on how the movie is going to flow. So I mean, this is just a really, really good film. I don't know how, what other adjectives I can tack onto this to make it that much better. It's Jackie um, Chan esque. It's Jackie Chan esque. It is. Yeah, this is I, like his boil down all of his essence. This is what you get. Yeah, I, I think this might be like one of his best movies, and you know, I really enjoy Jackie Chan films. Now, um, what was it? Shit, we should have just had a, a genre of that's what I call Cinco's for Jackie Chan. We should have. We should have. We still can. I mean, he's got how many movies? That's true. That's true. But we've Shit. also reviewed uh, the Rush Hour. We've reviewed Super Cop. And Rush Hour um, 2. There's still mm-hmm. other stuff. I mean, we could go into old Bruce Lee films and he's on them. I mean. Oh, wow. That's true. Yeah. So, uh, it's, I do want to say that Jackie Chan is definitely once in a lifetime one of those once in a lifetime actors you know we're never going to get another jackie chan i don't think there's anyone that has the type of influence that he's had he he is to our modern day cinema as like buster keaton was to theirs like charlie chaplin you know and i i don't mean to exaggerate that he literally is he even like took inspiration from them you know uh this is just one of those perfect films. And All right, Ben, what's the score? 10 out of 10, for sure. Uh, now, one of the criticisms I gave A Cook Up a Storm was that their English sucked ass. No, and this, this movie was, was able... Good. Yeah, no, the, this movie was able to juggle a few different languages pretty well. So... Oh, Cantonese, Mandarin, and English? And uh, a little... Uh, I don't know what the name of the language is, but it's weird because it was really close to Indonesian because I can understand it. So they were able to bounce that too. They're, uh, whatever, M- Malay or Malaysian? whatever. Malays? Yeah. Malaysian. <laughs> Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. 
Manny's. I would say Jackie Chan is a, is a whatever number wonder of the world. He's an he international is. treasure. Really yeah, oh, I oh. think this is really... Go ahead, Ben. Oh, um, one of the things I wanted to point out about this movie was... You know how when we watch like Shanghai Noon, you know, Rush Hour, they get we get the bloopers at the end. It's like, oh, Jackie's having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> and they do the same thing in this film, but like it's much, I feel like there's like a grim undertone to it because there's some it's of like, it where it's like, oh, Jackie fucked died. up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, Jackie almost died. Oh, we're cutting him down. Here's the jaws of life. Oh, silly Jackie. <laughs> yeah. Jackie almost fell off a moving train. Almost got sucked in by the tracks. Oops. <laughs> Well, Michelle Yao Jackie. fell off a, a moving car. Oh my <laughs> fucking gosh, he did. But if anything, you know, the I feel like a lot of times bloopers are there to make us laugh, but this makes us really appreciate what went into this movie in the first place. And, For sure. you know, getting to see it in its most human aspect, the fact that, like, we all know Jackie does a lot of his own stunts, and, you know, uh, we, we laugh about the bloopers and outtakes from, from Rush Hour where he goes like, oh, Jackie, you know, Jackie, okay, and stuff like that, even though it's like, you know, this guy's literally putting his body on the line. And even like the most trivial stuff, like when that moment when Michelle Yao's character falls on top of Jackie and Jackie has to catch her and then lets him lets her drop. That's also painful. Like you're even though she's probably not that heavy, but at the same time, it's just like how many things go into it that needs to how many like that was probably one of the funnier ones. I'm sure it probably took them at least maybe, you know, 20 shots to be able to get camera positioning correctly make sure the timing was right and then was able to kind of like get everything all all together just to be able to get one shot that was literally what 30 seconds if that so um yeah for me i think you know ben nailed a lot of that stuff on the on you know uh right you know nail on the head and um for me i would probably have to put 10 out of 10 even though this has only been the second time i've watched it and i've after seeing um, some of the other stuff that he had to go through for the second time, in addition to all the other Jackie Chan movies that I know, man, that guy can really take a beating. That is something else for sure. I wonder if if, if he like could release like a full body X ray uh, of himself, it's just so he could say, "Look, oh, these God. are all my broken bones and injuries." Ooh, yeah, probably man. compare him to like Kobe and uh, mm-hmm. like. Uh, Alan Iverson oh, was like broken. No, there'd almost. be no contest. Jackie Chan would just be like, <laughs> his bones would be like sand. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Just everything's just shattered and broken and stitched together. <laughs> so, Stu, I know that you wanted, you picked this movie. Um, yes, so, I what did. made it, what made you decide this one? Uh, well, the other foreign films on the planet. One thing, uh, I don't have, I don't have a lot of foreign film knowledge. Uh, any of the foreign films that I m- might have been able to pick, we would have already watched, like Parasite. Um, and so I was thinking, then it occurred to me, well, you know, it's a lot of Jackie Chan's earlier movies, or even in some of the movies he does now, those are, you know, they can consider those foreign because they're, you know, made in China, they're Chinese films. They're made in, they're in China or Hong Kong at the time. Um, so yeah, I was like, yeah, I remember Super Cop being, you know, like that i was gonna i was a debate between this and who am i but i felt like this this one was uh, had more of a foreign feel to it even though uh who am i is also kind of made in the same vein uh which is another one of my favorite jack jam movies um but yeah i picked this one just because it was one of those things where i just hadn't seen it in a while and i remember watching it a lot when i was a kid so uh but unlike um 
unlike uh, Ben, I had actually never seen Super, uh, not Super Cop, uh, Police Story one or two. Um, so this was the only one I had ever seen. But um, you know, it just has you know, just has a lot of uh, nostalgia for me. A lot of you know, a lot of goofs I remember. Um, but I, one one point that I, th- I thought Ben brought up, which was it's pretty amazing that that I uh, that when you think about it is like all of all of like Jackie Chan's like Western style movies, all the bloopers, yeah, they're just kind of like, haha, he screwed up his lines or uh, oh, he tripped over something and but all his like all his other movies, it's like, ah, he almost died doing the thing he was <laughs> trying to do. <laughs> um but yeah uh actually hang on hang on i gotta step away one sec real quick sorry dave is my popeyes there yet i already finished eating it fuck (laughs) (sighs) that's so good ben if you had finished your mcnuggets we would have given you your dessert (laughs) this is what you get for not finishing your meals young man Can I have Irene's? No. Fuck. You didn't go finish your nuggets. I want my fucking Popeyes. Oh, so good. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. Uh, someone was trying to burn my house down. Okay. Um, so, Stu, you were telling us about um, your experience with Super Cop. Um, yeah. Police Story Three. Yeah, Police Story Three, Super Cop. Um. Yeah, and one thing I I kind of I guess forgot or about this movie and or just never really occurred to me is that this is like one of the one of the few movies I can recall where Jackie Chan is using guns so much. Yeah, um, I I was pretty surprised by that. You know, when he just starts going guns blazing and kills a guy, I'm just yeah, like, he's oh, like, fuck. He just not only is he using guns, he's like straight up murdering dudes. I know. Um, in like Did- the jungle scene, uh, the jungle whatever you want to call it. Uh, Welcome to the jungle. Yeah. Where he's just like he's shoot he's like got his little little like Uzi. short barrel AR thing and he's just spraying dudes down with that drum magazine and he's doing all this stuff. It's like, man, every other movie where Jackie Chan like encounters a gun, he's all always like he's, arms. he's like disarming it or like he has one but it gets taken away. You never really see him use it too much. But this was like heavy on the gun gunplay for him. But he did look a little bit awkward when he was firing, right? I mean he did they, look it was. It, he looked awkward in the way that I would expect Jackie Chan to look awkward. Yeah, it, it, it's so. very like if like you thought of like oh Jackie like shooting a gun, this is what it would look like. I'm like oh exactly. that's exactly what was happening. Yep. Um, Stu, you've seen uh wait Ben or Stu, have you guys seen UHF? Yes. No. Okay, so was that gun play scene? I guess we'll. I'm just gonna skip over a little bit, but did the gun scene when they went to go uh face the opium guy? Uh, who, whatever that guy's name is, and then they were just shooting everybody. Kind of remind you of the scene from UHF when everybody's just like literally just screaming. I I can't remember what scene you're talking about because there's where only so much he's UHF yeah he's doing the uh, impression of uh, Charlie Sheen in um, oh where he's like, doing like the and then and then something's exploding. Wait, are you talking about Hot Shots or are you talking about? UHF. UHF UHF has a scene where he turns into Rambo and he literally right. just screams and then like the tower explodes and then he screams at a chicken and then the chicken explodes. Oh like Oh I don't I for some reason I thought he's had a machine gun when he was doing that. Yeah, I don't remember I, that part. 
No, he it starts out with a machine gun, and then oh. eventually he just doesn't even use the machine gun anymore. He just screams, and then and oh, something I don't explodes. Remember that. Oh, that's fine. But it kind of reminded <laughs> me of that, is that like when Jackie shoots the tower, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's nothing to explode, and then it explodes. I'm like, okay, all right. <laughs> I, I know that that <clears throat> wasn't probably very accurate, but it was still oh, very entertaining. like when he shoots it with the machine gun and it explodes? Uh-huh. Yes. I don't know. Maybe it's just got to have an explosion. Everything had an explosion. Yeah. It was great. Um, so that would be my favorite moment. But Stu, continue. Um, I know that you picked this movie. What would your rating be? Oh yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I think we're. I think we're all in agreement here. Uh, ten out of ten. Oh, perfect. Um, okay. Dude, yeah, you are eating up. That is two in a row for you that I given a ten out of ten for. For who? What? For you. Oh, mm-hmm. what was the last one? Naked Gun. I didn't. That was Naked mine. Gun. Oh, I picked Naked Gun, Ben. But <laughs> in, the, in the sake of making sure David's never right and revisionist history, I did pick Naked Gun. Oh, you're right. Oh, man. Wait, no, would... no, you guys, you're what? <laughs> you are a great man. What a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> Put no, in the fine. comments um, below. Uh, everyone <laughs> says that I picked Naked Gun. Thank you. Wow, Stu, you really know how to pick them. <laughs> Sly like a fox. Um, all right. Like a fox, you dumb fuck. I don't care. It's a Simpsons thing. Ben, that's your thing. All right. Um, I know I already talked about one of my favorite moments. Uh, I guess we'll just go with Stu since you were already talking about it. Yeah. Stu, what was one of your favorite moments? I think my my favorite moment, um, or one of my favorite moments at least, was when he's breaking Panther out of the prison camp, and he's mm-hmm. uh, he like gets the little mine cart going, and he's like, and the mine, and he's trying to ch- trying to chase after it, and it's just up this super steep decline. It's just like classic Jackie Chan where he's like, he's trying, he's trying. And then he is obviously it's such a steep uh, incline that it's just like, you just see his calves on fire or like his, you just see his whole body is just on fire trying to go up, trying to run up that incline. So, and then he keeps, and then as soon as he gets there, then the, the, the stupid, uh, the, the military police guys like shut it off. So he doesn't even get to use it. Um, so that was, that was like my favorite, the kind of Jackie Chan moment um in that movie uh not to say that there weren't others oh yeah of course i mean the entire movie is just a uh almost like a b-roll just for jackie chan (laughs) what about you ben i have a favorite action sequence and a favorite comedic moment okay Uh, favorite action sequence definitely has to be the last sequence in the helicopter and you know all the way up till when it gets to the or all the way through when it gets to the to the train, you know, it's just ridiculous. And you know, I, I feel like the tensions even ramped up even more knowing that Jackie Chan probably did this all live. You know, there's not no there's no cinematic tricks here. It's literally a fucking helicopter on top of a train. You know, it's <laughs> it's really happening. So I, and. When that when the motorcycle jumps onto the train, I was already like clenching my butt cheeks. You know, it's like <laughs> oh, come on. And then you see the bloopers that they actually did. Fuck they it did up. it. Oh <laughs> man, it's really stressful. This that whole sequence was like jaw dropping, stressful, all in one package. Now, in terms of uh, comedic stuff, um, I, I liked how they they built up Jackie Chan's. Uh, dumb character at the beginning you know when they they're trying to go over his double identity 
And Michelle Yao can obviously see that, you know, this guy's an idiot. You know, he's never going to fucking pull this off, right? So she, you know, she pretty much puts together this whole package, this this fallback plan of Jackie Chan, you know, fucking up. So when they, <laughs> they gave him this double identity of Fusheng or something, and he lives in this village, and Michelle Yao, the character she is, knows that he's not going to remember where the fuck he lives or anything, and has the whole family planted, and has all <laughs> this other shit planted for him. I mean, it, it, it was... It was this one setup for all these jokes that paid off later on in the film, you know, like um, he's an idiot. He's not going to remember the escape route. And so like when he's trying to break out of the prison, he's like, oh, yeah, there's a tunnel up here. And then they get there. He's like, where the fuck are we going? It's just like, oh, <laughs> you know, that, that, that I think that was part of your favorite scene, too, right? Where they're going up that hill. Yeah, that was yeah, when they yeah. going up the there's supposed to be a bridge here. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, <laughs> um, I'm t- let's just keep going. You know? it's, just, it's just like, yeah, classic Jackie Chan. It is classic Jackie Chan all the way through. All right. Um, any other thoughts for this one, guys? Uh, it did remind me of something I wanted to mention. Uh, sure. Shout, shout out! Shout out to Wuhan. Uh, back when Wuhan used to be cool, I guess, because <laughs> uh, that was actually that was where that was where he was from in the movie, or his fake uh, his backstory. He was from Wuhan. Holy shit! So. <laughs> wow, I didn't even catch that. You didn't? No. Uh, I, they, they kept saying Wuhan. I'm like, you're like. They're like, Fushang, you're from Wuhan, right? I'm like, hey, hey, hang on a second. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, you mean the I home guess... of the famous bat soup? <laughs> yeah. In, I, while they're walking through the town, you can actually see a vendor, a street vendor, um, <laughs> cooking up some bat soup. Fushang, what'd you just order? Uh, bat soup. Order me one too. Oh, roast roast <laughs> cat with string beans. That all that also reminded me, like, oh yeah, this is straight straight up China. <laughs> <laughs> roast cat with string beans. <laughs> Classic. Classic. And camel and a side of camel's hump. Camel's hump. Camel's hump. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, that was it. All right. Well, thank you, Stu. I didn't even. I have to go back and take a look one more time. Maybe yeah, I, Wuhan I and ca- uh, roast cat. So. Roast cat with stream beans. Yep. All right. Um, so that'll do it for uh, our review of Super Cop. I believe it is Ben's choice for the last portion of that's what I call Cinco's foreign movies. Ben, what are you picking for us to review next week? I'm going to mix it up a bit. I am going to mix it up a bit. I'm going to choose a very low budget film. Uh, it is called Time Crimes. Time Crimes? Yeah, Time Crimes. Time Crimes? Minority Report? What are you saying? Yeah, Time Crimes. Time Crimes. Time Crimes. Time Crimes. Like Time Criminal Crimes. Yes. Yes. Time 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 Crimes. Okay. Sounds like you're saying Time Crunch half the time. What what country of origin is this one? It's a Spanish film. Uh, Okay. Not too sure on the country of origin, but... Last, I don't know. The last time I had to watch a, Sp- a Spanish-speaking foreign film, I wasn't too <laughs> pleased. Actually, I guess it was Brazilian. Wait, which or film was Portuguese, that? Portuguese, right? Midsommar. No, you know, you know who you are, Joe. Joe Walsh. Wait, what did he make you watch? Whoa. City of God. Yeah. <laughs> City of God. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that'll pretty much do it for us here on the Dos Nav Cinco's podcast. Join us next week. We'll be reviewing Time Crimes uh, as part of that's what I call Cinco's foreign movies. 
Um, as always, I am your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Don't forget to uh, check us out on Twitch. We stream Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And catch us on your favorite social media platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Um, Guys, don't forget to tip your Reiki masters. Wash your hands. Stay safe out there. And we will see you guys on the next time. Next one. Okay, bye. This is the last word. The last word. What do you mean? The days when I would I would spend so much time trying to clean up every little thing. Oh, and then I got and, burnt out. And now, it. and now I just uh, <laughs> now now I go visually. I look for like anything that looks weird in the waveform, and if I it looks weird, then I'll clean it up. But oh, so you didn't even like take here. I try to listen to a little. I try to listen to as little as it of it as possible. <laughs> Why yeah. is that? Because it used to take me like hours to go through an episode. Oh, I think it probably takes me maybe an hour and a half, two hours think, to go through all of it. It takes me like 30 minutes now. Wow. Okay. So this is like the speed running strats. Yeah, speed run strats. <laughs> He's wow. like, look for the anomaly. Like, Use the exploits. Yeah. Do whatever you can. Because there's, I mean, yeah, like I can't do anything about Ben's audio. So that's just what it is. What it is. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, you can't silence the truth. Or modify no. it or whatever yeah. it is on my oh, way forward. Yeah. And I don't know. The other excuse is that, you know, most episodes, I feel like we have a fairly decent rhythm where we don't spend too much time farting around on different stuff where we, it doesn't really require to, any editing uh, other than someone like hitting their microphone or something. Or eating chips. Or eating chips or coughing or sneezing. Okay. All right.